0: Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.
1: Welcome to it. It's a Friday, unlike any other, because you're listening to me, of course. He says ever so modestly, welcome to it. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangweni Finn, right here on cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for having me on for the next hour. As we do week after week, I'll be giving a platform to young, incredible people who are making waves in their own fields and industries and it's always cool just to get to know more about these people and what they're up to and what drives them exactly. Um So this week is really no exception. I'll be chatting to um a comedian. I actually happened to see one of his shows over this past weekend. I was like, what do be cool people do over weekends? Because I'm clearly not cool and I'm trying to be cool. So I headed to Maboneng in Jobu, which is this nice laid-back artsy vibe and was actually a event done by the the you know who are renowned comedians in their own right so now they're giving a platform to youngsters as well so he goes by the name of mojack Lehoko, who by the way just has a cv unlike any other he's a comedian he's a writer he's an actor he's you know as much as he's in front of the mic or in front of the camera um, he spends equally as much time behind the scenes as well because he's written for shows such as Late Night News with Lois Okola Um, he's also produced works for The Real Jersey A-Listers which is on Vuzu Am- Amp he's also worked on Ekasi Stories on ETV um, and the SAPC as well but he's also produced his own uh, one-man show it's titled How Did I Get Here so Mojak will definitely be an interesting guy to get to know more about and then a little later on in the show Show. i'm talking to lofuno she's a stylist um i like her aka because simply at lofuno love um not only should she become marketing graduates, but she's very street smart. She calls herself an artist by nature and a clothing enthusiast. Um, so it's a nice person to also get to know of in the industry as well. What is she up to? What drives her? And what sort of opportunities lie ahead for someone who's interested um, in the likes? Um, but kicking it off, first things first, I think this is very interesting. I do not count myself a, a sporting enthusiast by any measure, but I think I'm trying my best here. I think... <laughs> It's only normal, it's only natural to be fascinated by different things. And so currently right now, I heard about the... Um icc world cup that is happening um of cricket which is in india right now but more than that uh there's actually an under 19s league that's happening and south africa has a team that's representing us representing as well might i add and so i just thought let's actually talk to these people what are they up to how's the vibe like so i'll be talking to the captain of the um under 19 south africa national cricket team in just a bit his name is Tony. So let's get straight into it. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangrenny Finn.
0: Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to take anything away from the guy. I think he's awesome. I've read up a lot about him. But just the mere fact that he has a cool name has already put him <laughs> in the great leagues. Good morning, Mr. Tony. How are you?
2: Alright, sir. I'm right, thanks yourself.
1: Fantastic. So I want you to give me the correct pronunciation of your, your surname. Is it Dezozzi? Yeah,
2: Dizazzi, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, damn it. So there's no like Italian accent or something? No, it's Italian,
2: but there's no need for an accent. Ah, so.
1: oh, damn it. That just takes the fun out of everything. Tony, thank you so much <laughs> for, uh, chatting to us this morning. So you're live from Bangladesh. I know you guys are three hours ahead. So that's around midday, right?
2: Uh, yeah
1: fantastic and you're there for the world cup explain the atmosphere what is it like to you know you were at school a couple of months ago a couple of years ago you know you grew up being very interested in cricket and here you are now living out your dreams and on a world stage at the world cup how's that like for you
2: Uh, it's obviously very exciting um to be representing your country at a world cup and i think the boys have been handling that that occasion very well and um like you said, we, we're trying to rep- represent our country with some valour and some um, prestige. And I think we did that when we played our TV game, uh, the opening game as well.
1: Uh-huh. So as the captain of the team, and you, I've heard you're a fantastic batsman as well, and a good spin bowler, how much pressure actually lies on your shoulders in your role?
2: Uh, yeah, there is a, a bit of pressure being the captain. But I think um, just for me, just being able to, to, to release some of that pressure, putting it on the other guys... Um, and um being able to to just play my natural game um takes a little bit of pressure off of me and i think just enjoying the game allows yeah. me to also release some of that pressure
1: so was this past wednesday south africa's first match in the world cup thus far
2: yeah that was our first game against bangladesh so, so that was uh,
1: against bangladesh we unfortunately lost but we are playing this sunday versus uh, namibia am i correct Yes, yeah. So, how's the atmosphere? How are you guys feeling about that? Are you excited? Are you ready to take them on?
2: Yeah, guys are very excited. I think we we've put that game, the first game, behind us. We've learned what we what we need to learn from that and discuss what needs to be discussed. And I think the boys are definitely amped to to go out there and uh, give it their all.
1: Mm-hmm. And how's it looking now? Because I I do know that South Africa are the World Cup defending champions. Um, yeah, I, I just my whole thing as i'm thinking about you guys not to put added pressure on you but it's like you cannot control it and you're going out there you're literally leaving your heart on the field when you try your best out there and now there's also this added pressure of being the you know the defending champions um but is does that do you actually feel the pressure as you're playing or does that serve as motivation to actually go out there and make sure that you prove yourself in the best way
2: yeah, there is obviously some added pressure, but I think if anything, like you said, it, it serves as some added motivation for us. Um, but I think we've, we've discussed that and we just have to go one game at a time and not look too far ahead or anything like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for giving us a quick update on how things are going live there in Bangladesh. But uh, for you personally and for the team as well, what lies ahead for you guys in the next couple of months?
2: Uh, I think after the World Cup, a lot of the guys will be going into university, um, making use of Varsity Cup cricket and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the guys are still in school, so they'll continue with their schooling careers. And I think after that, we've just fallen into the the South African cricket system and we've just got to give it our best. Yeah. yeah.
1: And actually, in in between all of this, are you actually getting some downtime? Or is it just like very head in the game, all focused? Are you at least getting, I don't know, to go out there and see some indian rivers and to eat some curries are you actually getting to relax
2: uh yeah uh, we we do have some downtime. Down unfortunately with some of the security things that have been raised we aren't able to just walk around in the streets and that kind of stuff but oh, wow. i think it gives us time to spend a lot of time together with the team playing table tennis or whatever just yeah. chilling and i think we will try to use that to our advantage
1: well talking about the likes of table tennis i heard you're also a a talented rugby player as well when did you make the switch or when did you actually decide that you'll rather pursue cricket over rugby and why did you actually decide that
2: i decided at the in the middle of last year during the rugby season after yeah. i got injured um I'm 18, but my knees are about 45, so I had to stop.
1: <laughs> That's the quote of the day. I'm 18, but my knees are about 45, yeah.
2: Um, and I just when I spoke to my mom about it, she just said to me, I've got to choose the, the sport which I think I can make an impact in other people's lives, and I think I can do that a bit better in cricket, so that's why.
1: Got it. Well, Tony, thank you so much for stopping by this morning. More than that, also good luck to you and Team South Africa this Sunday live in Bangladesh. So just in closing, right, you know cricket has one C cliff central has two C's. I know you guys can't exactly explore India right now for safety reasons. So I think, you know, while you're in the hotel room, can you guys figure out a way to weave in cliff central somewhere? You know, like maybe would you have like, would you put like cliff central on your t-shirts? Then when you like bowl them out, you'll lift your t-shirts up and we see cliff central on a vest underneath. Like you you see, do you get my drift? Will we get like a little cliff central something? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's going along the lines of us getting banned, so <laughs> I'm not too sure.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, just, just you know what, Tony, I'll leave this in your head. Just, just be we'll just creative. See
2: to the cameras or something like that, and you'll
1: <laughs> know exactly. Okay, so can I do? I have your word on that.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll try to get that
1: point across. <laughs> Tony, thank you so much, and all thank the best, eh? Cheers, cheers. Thank you. So that was the captain of team South Africa under 19. He's live in India right now. And he's, you know, it's yeah. I just feel as great as it is. You're a young person going out there to pursue your dreams. I just cannot help, but think of the immense pressure he's feeling right now as he's about to, you know, they lost the game on Wednesday, but we're behind our team. So kudos on them and all the best for this Sunday. So that's what untapped talents is all about chatting to all these young people who are doing awesome things. And as we do every single week, um, there's a cover of the week uh segment, right? So there's a popular song, go onto YouTube, see who's doing what, when and how, on the on the Interweb. Um so this week I have to say I'm kinda of biased on this because I'm very proudly South African and I'm not a sports guy, but there's something about the Super Bowl halftime show. You know, I'm not interested in football and whether there's a quarterback and there's a line out in the No, I think line out is rugby. Never mind quarterback that's all i know uh but with the halftime show it's it's known 50 years in this year and it's always like a massive massive artist who gets you know about like 15 minutes between the halves to put on an awesome show so uh they've had the likes of madonna and michael jackson and beyonce and black eyed bees and bruno mars you name it they've done it so this year it's actually coldplay who has a stage and they'll be doing their set it all goes down on the 8th of feb and so i'm trying to think like eighth of feb but will be a sunday that side but then like I want to watch it live, so, like, will I watch it at three? And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that keen, but we'll see. I might be an overachiever on this. Nonetheless, I get sidetracked. Uh Coldplay performing live at the Super Bowl halftime show this year. And so with that said, um, Coldplay has a new single out, titled Adventure of a Lifetime. I'm not really a huge fan of the music video because it's just, I don't know, monkeys, animated monkeys dancing around. It's just, like, odd, um, but I do like the song, and so I went onto YouTube, and I heard about, they go by the name of FM Reset, and they've done a cover of Coldplay's Adventure of a Lifetime let me know what you think about it, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at C underscore SF, or you can send us a message on WeChat just tap connect and message to Sean, let's get chatting, this is Untapped Talent with myself, ya, Sanguine Fun.
0: Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com
1: It's a cover of Coldplay's Adventure of a Lifetime done by FM Reset. Yeah, I I just, it's a good song, I'd have to say. I just feel bad because I feel like I lose some street cred. Firstly, as if C- I ever even had street cred. But it's one of those things like, I like the song, it's a cool song, fine, I'll just pop along and dance to it. So, yeah, I was asking my guest about it, uh, just for some advice, Nyana. Yes. Mojack, how I, you doing?
0: I'm good and yourself? Good. So, yeah.
1: yeah, let's just dissect the song. Yes. How are we about it?
0: I don't know who that was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you hear a song on a TV ad for the first time. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is cool for 30 seconds, but any longer, I'm not sure. It wasn't bad. It's a cool song. It's weird that someone did a, a cover of Coldplay.
1: Why? Do you think Coldplay are too cool to be, no, it's Catholic like, it's,
0: it's so new. You know, like, you, uh, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, yeah. if you did a, a cover of, um, Pumagim by Casper. We are all like, whoa, that just came out, dog. Give it a couple of decades and then let's go for it. But that was an interesting song. Who's the artist?
1: Uh, FM Reset. So FM Reset. Currently on YouTube. Uh, okay. they have more than 237,000 views on this video alone. Z- Local group? No, no, no. International. It was published in no the 10th of November just last year. So I think I've
0: done pretty well for this. It's themselves. not bad. It's yeah. thousand, I can dig that.
1: Yeah, Cindy on WeChat says what an awesome cover. So at least we have that kudos on her. Thank uh, you, Cindy. Yeah, okay. She likes it. <laughs> Good stamp of approval. <laughs> there we go. Mojack, thank you so much for stopping by this morning.
0: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having
1: me. The man. first thing's first is mm. I don't even know how to introduce you. Me? Like when you have a CV like this, I yes. can I just take some time?
0: Oh wow The I CVs think? come out. This is always awkward. Like no, it's not
1: awkward. Like I feel this,
0: like... this happens to me before a gig. They're like, this gentleman <laughs> started out in 2000, and then you're like, oh guys, just bring me on, and they bring out all the random things. But let's let's hear yeah, what happens. Let, let's just. Okay. So some
1: of your awards. You've been yes. nominated in the newcomer category at the inaugural Comic Choice Awards back in 2011. You were nominated yes. in the 2013 International Emmys yes. for Late Night News with Roy yes. So cool. You've worked on so many different things You have You know in South Africa You've basically worked For every single channel I'm Sort of Yeah you worked for the SABC Yes You've worked for ETV Yes You've worked under multi-choice Yes You've worked for basically All the channels Okay I guess Yeah right <laughs> That's it You do voiceovers. You're an MC You're yeah. a writer You're yes. an actor You're a comedian Yes You're just someone who's on top of their craft.
0: Yeah, I like I like getting in the mix, being involved. I like all elements of comedy. The VO stuff's cool. You get to record for different clients, but yeah, I like I like comedy in in all its different forms and shapes. Stand up being my favoriteest of them all. Yeah. So
1: basically, for you, the Mm. the base is still comedy and making people
0: laugh. Of course, it's stand up. Stand up got me all the opportunities that I have to this moment. So I'll never let it go. I'll never turn my back on it. Yeah. So everything I've ever done, like I mean, I gotta. Was like a coca-cola ad a few years ago and that was like off stand-up so so stand-up is the is the basis of everything that i do yeah so that's what i like to focus on and and come back to all the time do you still remember your first set i i have a vague idea of it i think is it just all a blur now well the first few like were so far apart like because we opened micers. but i remember it was cool runnings in melville late 2009 i remember writing my set we used to run a, a pub at um at Vitz called the backed builders architects quantity surveyors and town planners okay <laughs> and my set was on a sunday evening and i was writing the set at like 4 p.m in that bar playing an album by the alchemist who was a music producer it's just all these in- instrumentals he had yeah called rapper's best friend and sitting there and writing these jokes and yeah and i played that night it was okay they invited me back and that's kind of where it went from there it just all rolled from there yeah i mean it was really slow in the beginning but yeah. that was kind of the beginning
1: how would you describe your comedy because uh, you know i've heard of some comedians who go like no they will never touch on race yeah. and they you know they don't you know ellen DeGeneres says like oh you know it's all peace love and happiness and i yeah. don't just anybody so is there a style of comedy does someone choose like a field of co- i don't know
0: I, it's hard to say i mean you kind of with any craft you find your voice so mm-hmm. i'll talk a little about everything like the, the most deaf thing came up yes um and i wrote this really silly joke i was like that's the end of his um yassin vacation and then um, i'm like you're you know but then i'm like you got a world visa which yes. sounds really fake you know it sounds like the people who issue that every morning shout with our powers combined earth wind fire water You know, like, it sounds like you got it from Captain Planet. But, I mean, it's it's supposedly an official document. So, I often... I like to write about what's going on. And that kind of comes from working on LNN. We'd get new stories every week Mm. and write about that, you know?
1: You see, but this is what struck me. I was sitting in... You know, I was watching you perform Mm. on Sunday night. And you had effortless humor for lack of a better term it okay, was effortless sure you did you touched on dyslexia yes not like nobody has ever described oh, dyslexia <laughs> the way i won't even do it any justice by explaining yeah it i mean the way it's, it's also
0: a physical joke i mean yes. if people are ready are just like what yeah. we, just hear, we just hear t-shirt ruffling we don't know what's going on in studio so yeah i mean it's a it's a visual representation of dyslexia yeah um so yeah i just find whatever is of interest to me I remember flying to the UK in Virgin Atlantic and I don't know what happened but I got the last seat in the plane be like by the toilets. So every time I tried to nap I just hear the flushing of the toilet it was ah. cold I couldn't control the aircon, so it's like, it's cool, I'm going to London, but I'm also like, Virgin. damn, I'm freezing yes. for 10 hours, someone please help me, um, so yeah, I like to talk about those experiences, you know?
1: And how do you find humor in, yeah. in in things that, you know, the rest of the country's lamenting on, oh, look at what, you know, our leaders are doing, Sure, look at the in- interest rates, look at, yeah. you know, X, Y, and Z, going and complaining, how do you take a turn on that?
0: I think for me, it's like, just, we have a, we all have a different perspective, or sometimes it's just saying what everybody's kind of thinking Mm -hmm. like uh, often like I mean I do this one bit about the president you know I'm like he's always he's always fighting the media you know it's like he's he's playing crazy eights but nobody explained the rules to him you know it's like Mr. President how do you explain the expenditure and he's like five (laughs) and we're like that (laughs) a five dozen do of, it yeah, yeah, you see yeah. what i mean so it's like we all we all have kind of a similar perspective mm-hmm. but it, it it's it's trying to convey it in a way that everybody can grasp you yeah. know so i like to talk about politics and, and 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 what's going on in my life and whatever i think is funny really if i think it's funny i go for it sometimes yeah. the crowd is like nah son but i'll keep doing it anyway see, and find the funny i think that must
1: funnier. be one of the hardest moments as a comedian
0: it is when you're starting when you die out die on stage i mean that doesn't happen anymore and that like, like, no, no, I mean, like, like, cause, cause any profession is about, is developing a certain level of consistency. When you uh-huh. start out, it's going to be all over the place. You know, like, if you, I like to use sport as an analogy. When you start playing basketball, mm-hmm. maybe you make two out of ten shots. Yeah. Eventually you start making four out of five shots. Then it's six out of ten shots. Then you know what's a good look, what's a bad, what's a difficult shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. the, the better or the longer you do something, your percentages just get better if that makes any sense. It's it's
1: practice makes perfect. Exactly. It
0: might be a cliche, but it's very, very true. It is true. There's no doubt about that.
1: I think it's a very interesting time to be a comedian in South Africa right now. Sure, yeah. I think things are moving in the best way possible. We have so many more platforms just yeah. opening up but come to think of it I think this was like a co- comedy week for me because I went to the launch of Roast Cafe Yes, in yes, Melrose Arch Yeah, yeah done yeah, by the yeah. Goliath Brothers sure. you know, We have comedians going everywhere in the world sure. you know, who are being taken seriously and yes. Yeah, so how is it for you navigating in this industry when things are booming and literally opportunities are endless?
0: Um, I mean, I'm so excited for the year ahead. I mean, like you say, the doors opening up so much. The Goliath guys have opened up Rose Cafe and they launch a comedy club, Mm. I think, end of March, early April. Uh, Tatsun Gonzo was in Montreal a couple of years ago. He won a competition. He played Edinburgh last year. Mm. Loiso Matinga was there. Lois Kola constantly tours between the London and US and all these cities and Trevor's in New York and yeah. David Kibuka's there. And, and I think the landscape of South African stand-up is, is changing so much because we now are thinking of ourselves as global acts. Yeah. You know, like it's opened up so much. I mean, a lot of the guys I'm talking to now, like, yo, we, we have to go to New York. We have to go to London. We've got to start getting onto these festivals, whether they're in Australia. And, and I think it's an exciting time. And, and, and I think every stand-up now should challenge us, themselves and go, we have to take it to the next level. Yeah. And how do we do that? And so for me, I'm, I'm trying to get on the road a little bit more. I mean, okay. I can sometimes get cooped up in Joburg. Cause this is kind of where the work is, you know, like if a TV show is being written, I want to be here, but I'm like, I do stand up, you know, that's the, that's first and foremost. Let me go out to Durban. Let me go out to Cape Town. Let me do Grahamstown. Let me go to London. Let me go to New York. And that's kind of my perspective now is to be on the road is to tour all over the place and take our, our stand up to the world. You know, we import so much. We consume so much of the world, but they're also hungry to see what we're about, you know, and
1: there's nothing like us. Yeah. There's nothing like South. True, authentic South African material. True.
0: Yeah. And, and I say to people, we were in Edinburgh about three years ago. I was with, uh, I went to, I always just went on holiday, but Lois Okola was there and Dave Levinson. And, and when I was there, I realized that in terms of, of quality, mm-hmm. we're up there, if not better than, I think 60% to 70% of what's, what's in the UK yeah. and in America. You know, like the guys here, because we don't have a lot, we, ha- we have to l- learn how to kind of squeeze the most out of it. Yes. If that makes sense, because yeah. there's so few platforms. And I think, damn! I think a lot of the acts in South Africa are ready to take it worldwide.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's really, really an awesome position to be in. For sure. So when you let's go back to Mo Jack, like, yes, got a tour nineteen something something. Yes, uh, as a young 19, kid, so, yo, you make me sound like I'm okay, old. Okay, nineteen ninety something. <laughs> yeah, just take away twenty years from this. Okay. Uh, who were you looking up to in the comedy world, and who inspired you back then?
0: You know what I was thinking about recently. I never kind of thought I'd be a stand-up. Yo, what did you see yourself doing? I was thinking about this the other day. When I was like 10, 11 years old, I wanted to be a technologist, right? Okay. Is I, that even a... Is that it thing is like, a thing. Like I what remember, a technologist I do? don't remember anymore, but when I was 10, I was like, this is the thing. But then I also... I just want to Google what it's
1: about. It's an actual
0: thing. And then, and, but my heroes were weird. It was like, not weird, but I always like Pharrell Williams and like, um, David Beckham. They were like these style icons and these really successful people in their respective things and like Russell Simmons and, and Diddy who are these like moguls and these business people. And I kind of stumbled onto stand up. I remember going to watch at the underground in Cool Runnings these years mm. ago, and I think I maybe watched uh, John Flismus, and I was like, man, what is this guy doing? He was making these things up on the spot, and then I'd go back, and I saw Lois Okola, like the first, I think, local stand-up DVD was Kola for President that, yeah. I, that I watched, and I was just blown away by this idea of someone just standing in front of the crowd and making these jokes, and everybody having a good time, and, and the bug bit me. My friend in Paw Pops, who I've known since the second grade, so I've known Shucks. Pop for so about 21 years now. Him and I were in the same class. Wow. And he had just done So You Think You're Funny with David Gow. And I'd met him. The and so
1: yeah. 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 So
0: him and Chris Mabani were in this world. And we'd drive to gigs. We'd go to Woodbank. We'd go to Botswana for a weekend. Yeah. And I still had an office job. And it was so weird. Like, I was making the same amount of money I was doing when doing stand-up as I was at this office job no,
1: that would be my cue like ah. <laughs> so with his-
0: it was such a nightmare to work from like eight to eight at a quantity surveying company Which and so then you were in that I was field. I was a student quantity surveyor I'm actually finishing my degree now I have one more yes, subject that's like a slow clap. But yeah, well, I yeah, mean yeah, I've been yeah, doing yeah, it yeah. forever it's been like ten years on <laughs> and off of studying so I have this one civil engineering theory subject to do and I have a BSc in quantity surveying but so, I mean, I've kind of lived in these multiple worlds and I've really enjoyed every experience because that's what's brought me to this point is mm. is 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 kind of taking a piece of all of those things. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's another interesting thing. I heard like a lot of, not to take anything away from comedians, sure, sure. not saying you guys are like dumb people, mm-hmm. but surprisingly, yeah. you know, a lot of comedians have like these degrees in the sure. most… Odd or unconventional things, as yeah. we would assume. You're just like this happy-go-lucky. Sure, sure. See where the wind blows me. But you guys, there's, it takes a lot of intellectual... I don't know you, you really have to be smart to be a comedian yeah,
0: I, I would like to think that uh, particularly the top crop of stand-ups are genuinely incredibly intelligent I mean doctor Riyad Musa is a doctor yes Um, I,
1: stu- his family don't his family have their own hospital in the I'm, I'm, not,
0: I'm not sure about that we'll google just the check before we okay, put hospital um, or, or, and Blast. or <laughs>
1: medical building That's they, they I, must
0: have some involvement Stuart Taylor's got a, a degree in zoology Conrad Koch has a masters in anthropology yes. Kibuka's got a B-com. Like,
1: people are on boards of companies. I was like, what am I doing? It's with crazy. My life? I
0: mean, and even the guys who don't have any kind of formal qualifications, are, I think are still incredibly sharp, mm. in- incredibly savvy, aware of what's going on in the world. So even though they may not have those degrees or whatever, it's very, very sharp guys. Yeah. yeah
1: shucks yeah I think you guys are awesome really for lack of a better term <laughs> with taking yourself out of the equation yes if you had to pick like three comedians yes who are just gonna blow up this year Blobs, who are just yeah. gonna have an awesome
0: awesome year yes who would you list I'm gonna go with Skumba uh-huh. the big bang Ashropa, uh-huh. doing huge things so funny incredibly talented <laughs> who else um I've been watching a bit recently I think he's also like he's I think he's got next yeah um i'm trying to think who else i mean there's other new guys who are a little newer um that i really like a really funny dude um there's a lot of guys i mean there's there's more acting stand-up now than there's ever been before mm-hmm. like i mean we like the second gen but they even then there weren't that many of us and now it's like this huge influx but it's great because yeah it makes the industry better because like everyone's like Trying to, trying to be the best they can be yes and it's you healthy look, competition yeah exactly and you're looking around going oh man I gotta step it up you know yeah. we're not actively competing but you don't nobody wants to get left behind and that kind of pushes people but
1: what I like with that as well yeah and and correct me if I'm wrong sure. maybe I'm just assuming incorrectly but there's all there's great support in the comedy world I don't see this hierarchy of like ah I have my own stand-up DVD can sure. to you yeah but I saw during the gig on Sunday as well you you would stay even after yeah. your set you'd stay and you watch others yeah. you'd be one of the you know everybody else is just laughing sure. for, at, at the fellow comedians on stage it's it's the support more than just the pitchy.
0: yeah i mean surprisingly though i don't watch any acts why because it 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 tends to influence what i'm gonna do okay so like what i found was that someone would talk about let's say jacob and then i'm go ah oh, damn it, someone's spoken about jacob yeah. or someone would touch on a subject matter that i had also I don't know, there's like a certain edge of watching someone that, because I, because you're constantly thinking about what you're going to do. So until I go on, I try to take myself away from that. So i like, we can talk football, we can talk twerking videos. Yeah. We can talk about Kim Kardashian's what, what's, (laughs) but until I walk on, I kind of stay away. But I think there is a level of camaraderie. Um, it depends. I mean, uh, people kind of align themselves with who, they think things like them, yeah. So I wouldn't say it's like we're all happy clappy like yes. we kumbaya after a gig, and we, <laughs> we aren't about yeah. to build a campfire. Yeah, and we, and we Domino's off. pizza and talk yeah. about our, all our gigs. It's just people that we kind of that we that we hang out with outside of stand up. Yeah. that makes sense. Naturally gravitates. Yeah, there's yeah. people like um, I mean myself and Robbie Collins and Azola Cola have been hanging out for years. I dig their stand up, but also we love NERD, we love football, we love like similar music, similar type of things. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. Awesome. Yeah.
1: All right. So, I can't, you know, waste this opportunity. Having you in studio, yeah. you know, you're quite the intellectual, you know.
0: Okay. Very,
1: very smart. I try. Very funny. I try. You know, you have your eye out on things that are happening. Yes. So I have to ask your opinion on current affairs. Okay. Only naturally. Okay. This is going to get tricky, but go ahead. <laughs> I think, let me start off with someone who is relatively in your world, the comedy world. Yes. Bill Cosby. What do you Bill- think about him?
0: Oh, man. Like, you know, it's odd. I've never... Like you know, people always talk about classic whatevers. Yes. Like so, people go, "My favorite footballers, Pele and Maradona." Then I'm like, "Man, I didn't grow up around Pele and Maradona. I know Helmut Mkelele and Ronaldo from Brazil. You're like I know David Beckham <laughs> I know and Atakuma. Yes, and one. <laughs> So like, so so Bill Cosby one is not from my era, mm-hmm. so I don't have that connection towards him and his stand up. Yeah. But then when the thing happened, you know, and there were all these accusations. It was like, Oh no, Bill. And he's so old. I mean, I I don't know what's going on, whether it's true or not. Also, like, what's tricky is I have this thing, like, whenever there's an issue of, of kind of like domestic violence, Mm -hmm. often people will question the motive of the people who are pressing the charges. And I'm like, yo, man, that's not our responsibility to to do that because that, that makes their claim disingenuous. But having said that, I also don't know what Bill Cosby did and didn't do. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence, but so you know like i don't have any interest either way okay. you know but i mean we have to respect um bill cosby's right to prove himself innocent but we also have to respect the claims of the the woman yeah it's yeah. it's a very tricky situation you okay. know yeah
1: Mojack on the Kardashians.
0: I don't really have an opinion with the hot. That's it. Okay. Who's Se- your favorite Kardashian? Kim well, McKay- sexier. It has who- to, no, it's Scott. No, I'm joking. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really. I, I don't know what their vibe is. Yeah. Very successful. The Kardashians are sharp because people think they're morons. But like Kim just made a million dollars off an app exactly. with emojis. So like people can say what they want to say about them. But they've sussed it out. They know what people consume. They know how to use and leverage celebrity culture, so we can all like sit here and snark at them. Yes. But they. But you we're know, using Kim Kardashian emojis. Yeah, she's, exactly. she's 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 going to a gig in a Rolls Royce Wraith, and um yeah.
1: Mojack's favorite first lady, South
0: African first lady. I don't even know who they are. I don't even know. Do first lady of what? Of house? Of, ah. nah. <laughs> of hip hop soul? Then I it's Mary J. Blige.
1: I think they landed in like Uganda or something. Yes. I was like, damn, Makumalo, you know, in your little three piece oh, of the jazz.
0: I, I don't even know where to start about first ladies. Um, I'm, you know, and I used to care a lot about politics. Mm-hmm. And then it, after a while, I just had to stop reading the stories. It was all too much. Like I just read Justice Malala's book. Yeah. And it. Oh. It, okay. Yeah. Um. I think we, it's cool. We've begun our descent. Yes. And it's a cool book, but it's. I mean, it kind of repeats everything we've been saying for the last three years. The perspective of a certain uh, degree of the South African populace, particularly yeah. the middle class. So I mean, I'm. Yeah, I've kind of taken myself a few steps back. From 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 politicians and try to look at the politics, the actual yeah. policies. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I can make fun of Jacob all day. I can do right. that. Like, but I'm like, what are the policies of his organization and the opposition and all of that stuff? Okay. I feel like this got really deep this for like for for a 9:45 <laughs> interview. People are like, whoa! Talk about titties, bro. Okay, last one. Yes. Bonang and AKA. Um. Psh. Ooh, that's the Ooh, saucy. Oh, that just hit you. Um. Also, A.K.A. was in my class uh, in grade two. Are uh, you like? How are I you with you. all these people? With myself, pops, and uh, and Kianen. Ah, <laughs> Kianen. By Columbus government, yeah. And Kianen were in the same class at Greenside Primary. So anyway, Kianen, I, I like Kianen as a rapper. I dig. Like, I like. I like confident, almost arrogant yes, personalities. I really
1: think he's doing well for the yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah. I,
0: so I dig like Jose Mourinho's, those Kanye's of the world where you're like, yo, you can't tell, can I swear on this show? Oh, go ahead. You then. can't tell me shit. <laughs> those are my favorite kind of people of like, it's, it's borderline arrogance. Okay. Because, and also when, when I always find, if you catch feelings, when you see someone who's arrogant, it says something more about you than well, of the other person. Like you, it shouldn't affect you. If someone's like cocky, you should be like whatever. So anyway, yo, AK.
1: You, you brought the truth this morning. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm like, just like
0: okay. because people like to catch feelings over things that doesn't concern them. Now you're worried about AK. AK is living his life. Don't exactly. worry about AK. So, but I mean, there's the whole DJs interest stuff. I don't want to yeah. get too into it. But um, I dig AK Queen B. They must yeah. go on with their bad selves. They're having a good time, man. What? They must what, just go. what can we do? Yeah. What, what can we do? We just can't be mad. Or whatever
1: they call there it. There we you know, have it. Yeah, like, In just, fact,
0: go on your own vacation <laughs> to Haman's and tweet us your Instagrams and stop and leave other people alone. Why aren't you on a vacation at the Kimbali Hole looking at a damn thing full of water? Yeah, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, that's yeah, my opinion.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, That's my yeah, opinion Yeah,
0: And and I'm done That's it? I'm done Oh that wasn't even <laughs> that bad I thought we were going to get like really real Talk about like Chechnya and exactly. shit I was
1: like okay whew, oh. I'm glad he landed nobody in trouble This was fantastic <laughs> Alright Bojack Yes
0: Thank you so much for stopping thank by Thank you for having me. me This was fun man no, This is real very awesome. Yeah you know what happens often We do interviews where people ask you like really weird shit then Like, like
1: uh, Just like silly questions Okay So I, I, I got it. So this was cool Yeah Because okay.
0: normally you're like Oh please End me now Oh where's the balcony? I'd like to jump out. This was lots of fun. Yes, Thank you very much. Where can much.
1: people get for more information on you?
0: Uh, people can peep me on Instagram, mojakluku.com, on Twitter, com on Facebook, mojakluku, M-O-J-A-K. Yes. L-E-H-O-K-O. It's all the same on every network. I know people don't like complications. And also, this thing of putting weird names on Instagram. Let's not. S- yeah, chocolate delicious053. Oh, okay. Underscores. Come on, well, guys. Well,
1: my next case is at Lufuno Love.
0: There we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that, is oh, that? Oh, oh, no, yeah. man, Lufuno Men. That is not your surname!
1: Okay, clearly some people have something to talk about after this. it's not just surname, <laughs> name,
0: love. This yeah, is, we yes, want to know the real name. This is Untied Talent, right <laughs> on
1: At Sibanye Gold, we believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today, which is why we have partnered with the Leadership Platform to nurture leaders who are committed to growing our country's economy.
3: We're proud to say it's an initiative that's already showing glittering results. Sebanya Gold. We are one.
0: Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com
1: This is Untapped Talent with myself, Seya and I'm just talking to cool people, and I've officially introduced her. You know, I've just, like, I've dubbed her. She's the cool <laughs> one in the equation. Good morning, Miss Lufuno.
3: You give me way too much credit. Uh, ah, yeah, too I much credit for I am not that cool.
1: Like before, no love, Like what more do you want in the world? I am not if... that
3: cool. <laughs>
1: okay, how would I'm you describe to hold yourself? I
3: am real, man. I I think that's like the best description of me. What you see is what you get. Yes. Like like all the time, you know. I'm I'm probably. Not to blow my own horn, but I'm probably God, the most consistent away. person that you'll ever meet. Yes. If I don't like you, I don't like yes, you. Yes, And there's reason why I don't. Ooh,
1: I feel like I'm ready to just write a book with <laughs> you right now. This is about to get very, very interesting. And
3: there's very few people that I don't like, just by the way. Oh, so okay. Are,
1: yeah. I don't want to ask you about your opinion of me, then. Just. I yet. love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it
3: to her rankings. I love I'm you. Good. I, I'm, I'm a lover. So, your name that, means that, love, yeah, doesn't it? My name means love. So, ah. I think my mom had the idea when she gave it to me. So I, I love, like, I'm a lover. That's and when awesome. I love you, I love you. And it's not because of anything, it's just love.
1: But if I'm on your bad side, I'll know. Listen. Very, very honestly. <laughs> Listen.
3: <Yeah>. They know. <laughs> oh, they know. They know. The yeah. list
1: out there, you know they, who you yeah, are. You
3: know who you are. You've had, I've had my mental funeral for you, you did oh
1: okay (laughs) but you're an awesome awesome person thank you you are just this uh, you're a stylist by profession yes i am but i just feel like you express yourself in any which way and you do a damn good job at that
3: thank you so much my ego my
1: ego i'm just glad i'm spot on (laughs) on the first round when did this all start for you when did your love for even clothing start
3: Uh, my love for clothing started at a very young age mm-hmm. uh my mom is my style icon like wow. like I carry pictures of her of her dressed up everywhere I go because she listen she she was a fashion killer straight up yes, so as- if I can like I don't care if anybody doesn't like my outfit but if my mom says you spot on yes. I walk out of the house I literally I float but I, I, nobody can tell you nothing. Nobody can tell me nothing. Tell I don't me, care what yes. you say. My mom approves because she is the bomb. And it's always been, yeah, growing up just watching her get dressed and looking through her pictures and just realizing, wow, clothes can do so much for a woman. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do with it for the longest times, my love for clothes. I used to, I just became a shopaholic, which frustrated my mom a lot. And... I just didn't know. And people would be like, oh, be a stylist. And I was like, I don't have an idea what that is. I know how to dress myself, but uh-huh. I've never really tried dressing anybody else. And then I prayed. Okay. I, honestly, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm tired of spending so much money on clothes. <laughs> and I'm I like, spend someone else's Yo. money and I'm on I'm like, clothes. I'm not getting money back. And, and my mom is starting to hate me because she feels like, oh, where's your life going? You have all these clothes and you've got nothing else. Yes. And yes, it it found me. Yeah. You know, I I made friends with a photographer and I honestly started fashion blogging many years ago. Before it was a thing. So, yeah. my blog never really picked up because people didn't even have, have access to pioneer. the internet. Then. Yeah. I'm a pioneer, they must know. <laughs> you know, Jeff and I used to take pictures during lunchtime and he wow. helped me set up a little uh microblog and i'd post my looks there mm-hmm. and yeah that's when people started saying that hey she's got style Nyan, you mm, know she's and doing well yeah and he gave me my first styling gig they had a photography studio and they took a chance on me and they're like yo come style yes yeah. it's a group of uh djs and you know and that's when it started i didn't really take it seriously it was a hobby thing yeah i worked in corporate for like years.
1: Yeah, because you—you're a BCom marketing graduate. Yes, I am. Did you sit in the office going like? Eesh.
3: Dude, I could be on
1: location somewhere.
3: Lucky for me, my first job was at a radio station, which was cool. So the environment was okay, but I was still doing research and I hate that stuff. Mm. And then I moved from there to do more research at Instant Cross and it was qualitative and it was a really fun environment to work in. But But it's not where you Yeah, I was still feeling stifled. And then I went on to do more research at another company and I stayed there for six months, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I literally left without a plan. I was like, you were just like done. I was heartful, like literally. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I couldn't. You know, when when you've cried. In your second week of working at a place You oh, wow. know It's like my spirit was not well in that space So I was like bye guys And they were like what are you going to do I'm like I'll figure it out But I'm not doing this Yeah And yeah I had bills to pay so. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it happen <laughs> So and- luckily I fell into the right hands And for a year and a half I worked with Oskido mm-hmm. At his company And he then was like Yo come join me on my radio show Which I now do on Saturdays with him Awesome. And, yeah, but I got a lot of styling gigs in between No, exactly.
1: Look at you now. You're the head of wardrobe for the entertainment on yeah. Vuzo and Vuzo Amp and Turn Up on Channel O as well. Do you have to pinch yourself every now and then? Or are you I, one of those people who like, no, like... It was only a matter of time. Like, <laughs> uh-huh.
3: uh, the crazy thing about that is that it also found me and it How was completely unexpected. Um, a friend that works for the production company that produces V Entertainment is like, oh, we need a new stylist. Mm-hmm. And I know you know stylists. I know stylists. So I sent him like a list. I put together a whole portfolio and I sent people through. Yeah. And he was like, put yourself on the list. And I'm yes. like, but um, these, all these people are qualified. They've been doing this for so long. It's like... It's worth a try. Yeah. And it was a completely blind situation. I had, we all had to submit a, a presentation and just how we see the presenters and how we see ourselves dressing them for the show. Mm-hmm. And the presenters had to pick their favorite presentation, not knowing who presented it. Wow. And that was me. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so much pressure but it's been an amazing 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 journey
1: i think that must be such a fun environment to be in because it's for example v entertainment you know five days a week it's Mm -hmm. a live show on a such a strong youth brand and you have these lively feisty personalities you're like yeah so let's put denise in a tutu why not
3: yeah yeah you know that's and and i think that's what i love about it that i'm constantly challenged every day Mm -hmm. uh All of them have different personalities Mm -hmm. And I have to match their wardrobe to those personalities Lala is a lady but she's got a little Edge to her so
1: And she has some uh, you know, great ass Exactly
3: you know she's got amazing She's got a great body you know what I mean So we always try to play up Her strongest points and Mm. bring out The sexy with her Denise is like my wild card Mm -hmm. Denise and I can go anywhere At any time like literally I can Bring three different kinds of outfits and I never Know which one she's going to choose and that's What makes it so much fun that she could be Anything and yes. the beauty of a personality is that people respect that you know, nobody really goes all judgmental on it because anything can go with Denise. Yeah. And one of my biggest highlights has been dressing Scoop Macatini
1: yeah, that guy. I'm because, just like, you're, you're too cool,
3: <laughs> yeah, because he's a stylist or stylish person, yes. In his, you know, uh, and when I started working there, everybody's like, no, he doesn't let anybody dress him, he dresses himself. Wow. And I was like, Well, I am gonna see if Let's I can just get in there. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I remember the first episode I dressed him in skinny pants and a fitted sweater. And he was not sure. Okay. I was not sure if it was gonna work out. He <laughs> never wears tight clothes. And by end of the show, mm-hmm the girls were all over Instagram going, who is the stylist? <laughs> what happened? We don't see Scoop the same way anymore. Oh my God. That he is so bad. The best that was like my greatest ever. reward. And yes. he enjoyed the outfit himself. And yeah. And it just took us on a whole other journey now that we actually collaborate in his wardrobe. Mm. And and he trusts me. And at times I'm just like, I'm just going to take this to him and I pray that he wears it. And yeah, he does. Well, listen, and...
1: you don't need me to say this, <laughs> but I'm gonna say, you're doing a damn good job. Thank you so much. What's next for you? What, what, what do you still want to do? You
3: know? Ah, oh, gosh. I, I do a bit of commercials, mm-hmm. you know, and I did my first biggest commercial last year and that was an amazing, amazing journey. Like I literally traveled with a group of people all over South Africa. Wow. and met different personalities and it was all their first time traveling and it was my first time traveling to these places as well and it was such a great experience you know yeah. it was so rewarding so i enjoyed doing commercials i asked god for a movie this year <laughs> Let's put it out there so it's out there you yes. know uh, i'd love to i'd like i'd love to work on a movie i'd love to tap into the different facets that mm-hmm. doing wardrobe has to offer. Because you've
1: already done your music video as well. for Yeah, Gabela yeah ah, I did. I, yeah, that was,
3: that was also flipping amazing because the guys were like, the guys at Velocity Africa were just like, yo, come through, we don't even have budget. Like, we need to make this work. Yeah. And I sat down with him. And when I walked into the room, he was like, Okay, I can trust you, and I was like, "Wow!" It's like, well, a lot of stylists just look crazy. You look like you know what you are doing. Yes, the way you dressed says it's okay. And I was like, okay, great. And I was blind styling the video because it was in Mozambique, and I was not in budget to travel there, so I literally had to put just looks to together like, yeah. for models that I'd never really met. Like I had pictures and sizes and the vision board and make it work yes. and. I think it was, it's one of the most beautiful videos I've ever seen.
1: Lufuna, what I love about you is you are so real. But also you back it up with such hard work and I hope yeah. that's what people get from this. You're an awesome, awesome person. Thank people you so just much. think Oh my gosh, I can be a stylist just because I can yeah. hashtag double O T D on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't about the outfit yeah, of the day. Do some damn work. It's work. It's work. Yes.
3: It's honestly and I it's crazy how I bump into people and they ask me what I'm doing, and I'm like, I'm a stylist and like full time. I'm like, Yeah, you that see? is my daily job. Yeah. But, and it's actually work and I know I might make it look really cool and easy, but it's not really cool <laughs> and easy. Especially on the streets of the gram. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's not that cool. Not, it's not as clever as it looks, yeah. but I think when you found your calling, it'll always be fun no matter what. So. so
1: speaking of which, where can we follow you?
3: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I've got two accounts on Instagram. I've got one that's extremely spiritual. Okay. That's my Lofuno love account. It, yeah, it was supposed to start off as in a fashion one, but. <laughs> God always takes over and yeah. it's become Insta Church. <laughs> it's actually what I'm most famous for, believe it or not. Like,
1: it's yeah, I go. bump into
3: people in the streets and like, Oh, you're for Lufuna Love. Oh my God. You bless me so much every day. And I'm just like, Okay, this is a little freaky. That's <laughs> awesome, though. And then, yeah, that's, that's, it's Lufuna Love on Twitter as well. And then I've got an. I started a new Instagram account and it's at underscore Miss Brown Styling.
1: And that's MS Brown
3: Styling. Yeah, MS Brown Styling.
1: Awesome stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Now I feel like, you know, it's just (laughs) a blessing, but you've now studio blessed me. Hello. You're (laughs) amazing. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you to Mojack for stopping by. And most especially, thank you for listening. We do this every single Friday from 9 till 10 a.m. Right on cliffcentral.com. My name is Sia
0: and I'll see you talent on cliffcentral.com.